It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, a very strange podcast, the drunkest show in the world. It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass. We don't care as long as drinks are poured. Sometimes we have our friends here. We will talk about anything. Anything. We don't care as long as we have beer. And if you let that whiskey ring. I love Guinness, but it uh, every time you open a can of Guinness, it just sprays everywhere. And welcome to our the podcast, where every time you play the podcast, we just spray everywhere. Don't say that, Jackson. That's <laughs> you can. You can hear our spit coming through your headphones. We, we're coming in through. Um, I wasn't thinking much, spit, Jackson. Much, <laughs> oh, you were thinking of something worse. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, yeah we're finally back. It it actually, it for you, you listening, it hasn't been long. It's We've been releasing episodes like normal, but me and Colton haven't recorded in a couple weeks or three weeks. It's been a little uh, while. Now. We skipped two um, weeks. Yeah, we were just uploading some uh, some commentaries yeah, that we had. Sorry, uh, uh, <laughs> a little peek behind the curtain. Yeah, those commentaries were banked. It was probably clear when you were listening to them. Damn though that that uh, breaking down uh, part one commentary. I listened to a bit of it before we posted it, yeah. and that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's um, it definitely had the uh, the vibes of neither one of us wanted to be there. Well, especially in the beginning. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I listened to a bit of it just to make sure, you know, everything was good as far as the episode went. And it's for everyone listening right now. If you've ever listened to one of our commentaries, just, li- you know, just listen to them. I would recommend if you have the time to actually watch it along with the movie, it will be not oh, yeah. only make a lot more sense within the context of the recording, it should also make us seem funnier or maybe it'll make us seem worse because we're making fun of your favorite movie. I don't Our, know. The commentaries are the best episodes. So long as you watch them along with the movie. Yeah. I just don't think anyone it, it, does that. I, uh... <laughs> but if anyone does, let us know. I did that a while Anyways, back. I, I, I put on the movie after we recorded a commentary and listened to our episode. I don't remember what, what movie oh, yeah. it was. I think maybe it was Ghostbusters. I did. Or... <laughs> Which movie I I did um I think I did it with Spider Man the first Spider Man one oh nice yeah uh, yeah I just but yeah we wanted uh, to see what that was like uh, Spider Man anyways so, so yeah we finished the Spider Man Sam Raimi trilogy go watch yep. go catch yourself up on those if you're listening. Uh, and we're and, gonna move on to the amazing Spider Man movies. Yeah, which uh, I I watched uh, those recently. They're not as bad as I remembered. <laughs> the first one, definitely. They're um, okay. Like, they're fine. And yeah, we have the entire Twilight Saga under our belt now. Uh, one so. more. I was breaking down part one. That our, yeah. Oops. Uh, we recorded the entire Twilight yeah. Saga. Well, well, as we've discussed, <laughs> um, the, the Twilight Saga is a lot more boring than I expected it to be. So, uh it's reasonable to to think that we <laughs> yeah, should be done with it by now. <laughs> yeah. We ourselves and the this moment are done with it. However, the listeners are not. 
you'll have to stay tuned to see that last one <laughs> anyways um tonight we're returning um to the mandela catalog uh finally yeah. um we we covered volume one last time and for anyone who hasn't listened to that episode or anyone that doesn't watch weird analog horror on the internet um mandela catalog is basically a i would describe it as like a short film series almost um put out made by this um creator alex keister geister um and it's really good stuff and after watching volume two and um point three 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 don't worry about it we'll explain things yeah (laughs) or at least what we know so far but after watching those you can tell a lot more work has been put into it and you can tell that it would take a lot of time to make some of these newer videos i was i mean my immediate impression watching watching the the volume two and three through three and all that big is, increase uh, in just yeah story I'm, building. I'm impressed with the uh the video quality like the mm-hmm. the production that went into these and the thought that went into them i mean i don't know what the fuck is going on in them but it's cool looking <laughs> well we'll get to that yeah um and yeah so go check out his channel he's posting more we we're up to volume four now on yeah. his channel which we'll link we will his channel in the description of the video yeah we'll link his channel again here. Um, um, but it's the story of it is basically, oh man, how do I explain this in like five seconds? Uh, <laughs> uh weird alternate shapeshifters have infiltrated religion and will replace you and will drive you crazy and yeah, a lot of yeah. crazy stuff. Basically, you 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 hear somebody talking outside your door. They sound like someone you know, but it's not someone you know. And then they start making binary noises, and um, they they give you the heebie-jeebies. Um, listen, if you haven't listened to our first episode, which it's on episode ninety, which is actually it was a while it ago, actually started yeah. out slow when we released it. But it just quickly kind of built up to be one of our top episodes, actually, which we kind of jumped on uh, on the Mandela catalog kind of early on. Like it's in the last Um, since I mean, it was it was getting popular, but it's kind of. It's expanded since then. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And now we're late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's expanded. It's past. (laughs) We're 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 still on it. Yeah. Tonight, we're going to be talking about volume two and point three, three, three. If you haven't watched the videos yet, and if you can stomach it, because some of them did get, they get spooky, especially three, three, um, three got really spooky. That was, yeah, that one definitely did. And I, um, I didn't do it on all the videos because I was multitasking. But um, if you turn out the lights, put on headphones and just watch that by yourself, that's when it really gets you. I'll admit that I had to watch volume it's, two like twice because the first time I watched it, I was playing Stardew Valley at the same time. And, <laughs> and halfway through the video, yeah. I realized I was not paying attention to it. But um, if you haven't yet, go watch the videos and then come back to us. And if you have watched the videos, which a lot of you probably have, if you're searching this and uh, your podcast, if, if you don't listen to us and 
you just found this episode. Good for you. Um, hopefully you'll be a new listener. Um, yes. Well, anyways, uh, if you are a new listener, <laughs> yeah. And get out if you're old. No, I'm just kidding. You're fine. Get out of your old what? <laughs> old listeners take the back door. We only want new, cool youth. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that that's definitely not what our podcast is about. Um, but uh, before we get into this um, spooky uh, tale of uh, mischief, you may say, um, what are you drinking, Colton? Well, I've got something that's special and something that's not so special. Uh, the not so special thing is some Guinness. Classic. Hey, I just really felt like we're Guinness. coming up on St. Coming up on St. Patty's Day. I mean, yeah, and I, I love Guinness. I was at work the other night, uh, I work at a liquor store, and uh, I was like, I saw the Guinness in the back, and I was like, I want some of that. So I, I took some home with me. Uh, but the special thing I got, we've not had on the show before. I've got a cool new rub here. Uh, I always love a cool new rum. Yeah, and this one, you know, we've had quite a quite a few really good rums. I know your go-to is Bumboo, which is a fantastic rum. Uh, yeah, that's my recent go-to. Well, I guess yeah, as old of school last listeners <laughs> will know that we love Plantation on this uh, podcast. Oh yeah. Um, and actually, a few episodes ago, we had uh, you had the Plantation's twentieth uh, anniversary. Uh, yeah, I thought about just using that. And that was a pretty good one. I still have it. But, um. uh, we've had Diplomatico on here, which is my current favorite rum. But this one honestly rivals Diplomatico. This is Ron Zacapa, uh, made in Guatemala. Ooh, and it's it's not quite as vanilla forward as uh, Diplomatico is. <laughs> <laughs> um. But it's it's a really solid rum, and we're recording remotely right now. Uh, otherwise, I would share some with Jackson, but um, I'm sure there will be more by the time we uh, record another episode. <laughs> I hope so. You better say that, huh? I got my own room, <laughs> nice. so I'm I'm fine. Um, <laughs> this one, this is a special one. They just got it at Star Liquor, and um, it's actually made. They have by a good selection there. Yeah, they have a good rum yeah. selection. Uh, it's actually made by Plantation Rum. Ooh. But it's not under that name. It's a different uh, label. It's a Cane Rock. There you go. Oh, yeah. I've seen that stuff. I've heard it's really good. Yeah, it's got it. the yeah. tortoise on it, like a wooden tortoise. Yeah. And, yeah, cool enough bottle. And it's a spiced rum, which I haven't had a spiced rum in quite some time now. There's um, a, a severe lack of like really good quality spiced rums out there a lot of them are really cheap i would say this but, could fit into that category the but good spice, quality category. spice um, rum can be if it's done right can be really really tasty and yeah this is a uh, made in uh jamaica this one oh and it's so it's it's not made at the same distillery as plantation it's just the same no, it's company. a different distillery but they own them yeah i see okay yeah because plantation um, is barbados if i remember correctly yeah th yeah that's their yeah. main distillery in barbados but anyways uh i quite enjoy it it's um 
it actually reminds me like the bass notes reminds me a lot of bamboo rum. Mm. It's sweeter. It's, um. but it's instead of being uh, vanilla forward, it's a uh, strong on the uh, ca- <laughs> uh, caramel note, caramel notes or however you say it. And, um, <laughs> You know, it's, that's what, you know, Jackson, that's what they, they called me in high school. Vanilla forward. And they called me caramel note forward. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's good stuff. It's actually not quite as spicy as I thought it would be, you know, like not as a, I don't know if that's the right term. <laughs> I, I think you know what I mean. I, I know, but I know what you mean. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's very smooth. It's smooth. It's tasty. It, it's almost got a Do, doesn't taste candy. like doesn't taste like there's a bunch of ju- just random crap added. Like a lot of spiced rums taste. Is that what you mean? Like no, yeah, it's very um just succinct. It's just a good yeah. blend. It's a lot, a lot it's, of cheaper spiced rums. It really tastes like they added a bunch of stuff to the rum. Rather than tasting as a cohesive, like, single thing. No, yeah, that's a great way to explain it. It's cohesive. And, yeah, it's got those caramel notes. And I enjoy it, definitely. Nice. Well, uh, uh, next time we're not recording in uh, over Zoom, we we can uh, exchange some rums if there's any left. (laughs) Right. (laughs) We'll see if there's any left. But uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, it's easy. It's easy drinking, easy to sip on, and um, it will get you drunk. I I, I don't know if you knew that. But, um, uh, I would assume it rum would. does get. <laughs> uh, um, this rum I'm drinking anyways. is forty percent ABV. Yeah, mine's just forty percent too. Pretty yeah. standard. Yeah. Uh, this is this rum. It says oh, it's uh from Virgin Sugarcane. Finished in oak barrels at high altitude. So this is made in the highlands in Guatemala. Ooh. Um, okay. Uh, kind of makes sense. There's the highlands in Guatemala where most of the population is. <laughs> uh, but it's good stuff. So we I got, also we, got some Coors Banquet. Nice. So we both we both were on the same that's, page here. A special rum and a less my, special and beer. Just a, <laughs> well, it's my baseline go-to beer now, you know. Yeah. That's Anyways, what Guinness has been for me recently. <laughs> yeah, Guinness is good. But anyways, let's get into this. I do actually before let's... we get into the Mandela catalog, I want to uh the segment we've had for a bit, is there anything else you want to Oh yeah, our new get into segment. First? I almost forgot. Yeah. Um cuz I have a couple things or one big thing and I don't know if you have anything, but you can go first though if you got anything. The new Flash trailer trailer looked good with Michael Keaton and everything. Oh yeah. Except Ezra <laughs> Miller's a maniac. Uh, I mean, Ezra Miller's a maniac, but I I, I can I, see from that trailer, I I understand why they haven't canceled this movie. Yeah. Because uh, uh James Gunn said he really loves this movie. He, um I mean, you know, they, they, I was talking to my sister and I, and I said they could have just released just the one shot of Michael Keaton going, yeah, I'm Batman. And then had Flash oh, yeah. title trailer. And that they, they could have just released that and everyone would be like, yeah, I'm on board. No, with this. but um, aside from Michael Keaton returning, um, I'm excited to see this uh, iteration of Supergirl. 
Um, yeah, and she it, looks awesome. General Zod, it looks like in this timeline, there's no more meta humans, but yeah. General Zod still invades Earth. I really, I don't so. remember the guy's name, I, but that plays General Zod, but uh, I really oh, like him. Um, I think he was the highlight of Man of Steel, other than Henry Cavill. Him and, you know, the casting in Man of Steel was the highlight, and he was he was really good. Uh, Michael something, Brandon, or something like that. I don't fucking remember. Um, but yeah, Super, Supergirl, the design of the costume and everything looks really awesome. Michael Shannon. Um, Shannon, yeah. Michael Shannon is General Zod. Um. Yeah, I like the design of the costume. I like that we have the Bat Jet back, and also Ben Affleck's in it. Yeah, as Batman. And I actually, which do, I even though he has fading that unit, even though he has yet to be in a good DC movie, I do like Ben Affleck. <laughs> right. Well, maybe this will be a good one. So maybe and he good. he looks like he's in a blue suit, blue and gray suit, which is cool. That's that's and awesome. And yeah. I've also heard rumors. And I'm going to do this right just for um, our buddies at the Weekly Planet um, and their, uh, and their um, <laughs> hot scoop or shot of poop segment of the Weekly Planet podcast. Uh, Nick Mason said that uh, I think it was Nick Mason. But, uh, uh, they're the same guy. <laughs> That's my conspiracy. <laughs> Nick Mason. No, but, um, they said that uh, George Clooney. Just like Holland Oates. Is going to appear in a ca- cameo. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, I mean, basically, little... Flash walks up to Batman, and he's like, "Hey, Batman!" And he turns around, and it's George Clooney. I mean, I would love that, but I would also imagine be... if it was just George Clooney and Apollo and board shorts. <laughs> I mean, that would be even better. Uh, just, just George Clooney, just in just the background. Casual... Casual George Clooney. Like a Hawaiian t-shirt. And it's in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he he made that. You know how every actor ends up making a arbitrary movie in Hawaii? Where yeah. Where they just mull about. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> he made that one with. um, uh, What's her name? Yeah, yeah I know what you're talking uh, about. Jennifer I'm... Anderson. That's the Adam Sandler one. Yeah, although he, know what I'm yeah, he did do a movie with Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Uh, well, of course he would. But what what's the movie where he did where the uh, it wasn't Jennifer Aniston, whereas like the it's re- fairly recent, where it's like the divorced parents and their kid, their daughter's getting married, and they it's a, yeah yeah it's one of those divorced dad stories. You know? I mean, he's George Clooney's and George Clooney's perfect the for divorced that. dad vibes. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, didn't and, he do that in Ides of March? Wasn't that divorced dad? I don't think Hawaii? I saw that. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. He he does two anyways, things really uh, well: divorced dad and escaped 1920s convict. Yep. Yeah. Dapper Dan. Um, another <laughs> one. I probably had I. I don't have anything else to talk about. Like news pop culture wise, except for I saw Ant Man Quantum Mania, it was fine. I haven't seen it um, yet. I've heard it's, extremely mixed things. Yeah, it's um, I can see why people hate it. I also see why people like it. There is parts of it that feel uh, a little rushed and a little um, 
I've heard it has some spike heads vibes. Low par. However, it does have <laughs> major spike and it has major Star Wars vibes. It's basically Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> However, Jonathan Majors is Kang. Great. I can't wait to see more of him. Um, he's going to have a lot of fun with this character. Our characters. I, ha- I have to ask you now, spoiler free, because um, um, I have not seen it yet. Oh, and is, Paul Rudd's still. Is Bill great. Murray good in it? He's. <laughs> you know how Bill Murray will star in a role and not really care about the role or about yeah. the movie he's in. That's what he does. I mean, just, okay. it's Bill Murray uh, just, just goofing about being I mean, Bill Murray. Just just being Bill Murray. All right, that's that's all I could ask. Uh, for. And that's why, and I yeah. like it, and and I like the. <laughs> We see Bill Murray and Michael Douglas on screen. That's fun. Oh, and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer gets a lot of play in this one. Um, even more than the current Wasp. Um, nice. Hope. I so. like Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah. Yeah, um, she's good. And Bill Murray is, I think, one of the few actors that can really just come totally phone it in on a performance. Oh, yeah. And it still kind of just works. <laughs> like, yeah. Him, Harrison Ford can do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh anyways, do you have anything? I have a little something so I want to I want to talk about real briefly. I got my hands recently on a Steam Deck. Finally. Oh yeah. And I just want to give give my quick review of the Steam Deck. Uh it's fucking awesome. <laughs> um, uh I mean Keep in mind, I'm going from playing on a, a PC that can barely run games from like 2015, you know, barely runs Fallout 4, to yeah. a Steam Deck where I can run brand new games on it. Um, you can run pretty much anything at normal settings? No, uh, Normal to low settings. I've been playing a little bit of Hogwarts Legacy the last couple of days. Uh, you picked um, that up? I did pick that up. I, I played it last night and a bit today, and uh, it runs at a pretty... What house are you? Uh, Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff, nice. Did you yeah. pick that? I did pick that. Okay. <laughs> well, well, it... it... What, the, what did the, the sorting the, the little, give you The first? little quiz it gives you is really obvious. No, true, yeah. If you know about Harry Potter, like, at all. Uh, yeah. So it gave me Hufflepuff because that's made it do that i'm um, ravenclaw and i don't know i kind of want to be a slytherin though if yeah, i'm gonna be I mean, casting a vatican cadaver on everybody and oh, are, you, are you doing the dark arts <laughs> i am doing those cyclists nice. yeah nice um, um but no i but great game i, I yeah, love it i i mean it's, it's a fun game i'm uh i'm very impressed with just what they've done as far as kind of making you feel like you're in Harry Potter. Mhm. Yeah. Um but uh it runs at like a pretty consistent 30 fps. Sometimes it's a little goes a little higher, sometimes it dips down, but but rare it's, it's I've, I've not had a moment where it dips down like and I'm like it only dips down for a second. And or I two. bet um um Now what's the actual um here's some nerd tech talk uh how many um hertz does the screen what's the refresh rate of the screen so i can do up to 60 okay which for a small screen like that is pretty good now i have no that's really good you can limit both the fps 
and the refresh rate. So, and if the thing is, if you, and this is what I've done, if you limit the refresh rate to 40, it limits the frames to 40, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it can hit 60 FPS on some games, on many games, especially older ones. But if you limit it to 40, what what happens is you get a more consistent um, frame rate. Kind of like V-Sync. Yeah, exactly. So you get a more consistent frame rate and it also saves some battery. Not not that much, but like okay. a little bit. So I've been the t- the two intensive games I've been playing, like switching back and forth, is the last couple, last day or two, uh, Hogwarts Legacy, and then Spider Man Remastered. Nice. Um, which runs at a very it never dips below thirty. Um, nice. And and it's often up at forty, but um, it might be able to do a little bit higher, but uh. Now I've, how I've, ca- I've capped the refresh rate at forty to how, save a little bit of performance. How difficult do you think it would be to mod? Um, like from Nexus, I hear it's very easy, but I've not messed yeah. around with it because I'm not. I've at the moment I'm just sticking to the the default experience. Um, waiting until I kind of understand the device better before I start modding it. But I've heard it's oh yeah. I've heard it's pretty easy to mod, at least certain games. Nice. Um, you can nice. install Mod Organizer too on it. That's awesome. Which, um, but yeah, I've been uh, playing with a Steam Deck. It's awesome. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy is cool. Spider-Man Remastered runs great. Uh, Stardew Valley obviously runs on it. I would hope so. Um, I've been playing that a lot recently. It's extremely addicting. I know I'm gonna start playing that because you, you gave it to me. Yeah, so it was on sale for like seven bucks, and I picked it up, and I was like, "Fuck it!" You oh, know? Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, well, anyways, but it's it's a cool device. It really is, and uh, the the being able to play games like Spider Man Remastered, or I haven't booted it up, but like Witcher Three and games like that, um, while like on the couch while my girlfriend's watching TV. Yeah, portably. Is, yep is awesome it's so convenient it takes all the advantages of pc gaming and just puts it into all the convenience factor of the nintendo switch yeah that's like, pretty much what it looks like steam's and, and, answer to the, to the switch and after a couple of weeks of owning it that is actually how it performs nice like so it's awesome i got a new mouse Ooh, rgb lighting that's my other bit of news. I got a new mouse. True gamer Anyways. over here. Watch out. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> let's get into this. All right. Yes. Yes. Put on your candle lights, everybody. Uh, dim the lights. Oh, shit. Yeah. And um, he's got a candle. Yep. He's got a, a, a electric, electric candle. candle. Better. I have some yeah. real candles, but That's I don't good. feel like finding a lighter. And be sure to turn <laughs> off and unplug any of your old tube televisions or analog equipment. That That's very important. Yeah. That's one of the things I got from this. Anyways, let's get into it. So um, ending off. Well. Do you want to do a quick recap or. Is. Do you want to just tell well, our listeners I, to I listen mean, what, to that? What we're, what we're, I mean, yeah, go watch the videos, obviously, if you haven't. But, yeah, watch the videos. Um, listen to our previous episode. Like, pause right now. 
the podcast and go watch the videos yeah. and then come back. Uh, yeah, I recommend. Uh, I mean, maybe let's start with exactly what videos we're covering today. <laughs> well, uh, we are be <laughs> we're going to be covering volume two, volume point three three or three three three, and um, a couple other videos. Everybody gets brighter and uh, interlude. I mean, every day gets brighter, not everybody. Oh, sorry. But um, we're going to start with Mark's soliloquy. Um, it's actually not part. Well, it's part of Act 1. So I looked at his, um, Alex's um, playlist, and he has Act 1 and Act 2 now. And I think technically one of the videos we watched as part of Act 2, but essentially we're covering everything volume two three 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 and whatever additional things to help answer some questions um so yeah everything <laughs> up to everything up to volume three essentially well everything up to volume four volume four right really right. we're we're doing volume three 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 is volume three Right. Do you think that was on purpose, or do you think when he was typing in the name, he just just keyboard freaked out and he was like, "That was cool. Think... Let's go with it." <laughs> Perhaps, but I don't. I think I don't think there's a lot of things like with the numbering and with um the imagery he includes in this, and especially biblical imagery. I think the three 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 is probably significant. We'll get into that. Um, but anyways, yeah. I want to start us off with um, Mark. Three is a very so significant number in the Bible. Yes. So um, <laughs> I want to start us off with Mark's soliloquy. And basically, so one of the main characters, well, not main character, I guess, but one of the characters of this, um, of the Mandela catalog, Mark Heathcliff, uh, who we talked about, he mm. ends up getting trapped in his room for multiple days um, by an alternate. And basically what they will do, they will not directly attack you but they will tempt you into letting them into opening the door so then they can get you. But if you don't, they'll just wait it out yeah. and they'll keep tormenting you. And when I mean torment you, they, they will sound like your loved ones. They will uh, freak you out. Like I was watching this the video and um, it will just wait it out outside the door. And I don't know if that's, so in the previous, in the first episode we recorded for this, we talked about the mad disorder, mm-hmm. metaphysical uh, awareness, uh, awareness disorder. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know, is that what the alternate was doing to Mark from out the door, from outside the, his room? So our does it have to be yeah. a more direct content contact for that to happen? I don't know. Uh, because I mean, basically I think, I what think it is. They, I think they, they show, in, and this is my, what I kind of got from it is uh, in volume two. So they find Mark and he's killed himself. But there's a bunch of, and with a handgun, but there's a bunch of uh, shotgun shells lying around which tells me that he was maybe trying to yeah. defend himself from something before I think he so. took his own life. But yeah, um, 
So yeah, Mark's trapped in his room for days, he says, and um, imitates voices, knocks on the doors, and then he says, yeah, no one came for me, and it waits him out. And then um, it says, uh-oh, bad decision, Mark. <laughs> and then I love, um, I love those moments. <laughs> and then he finally kills himself. And then wow. he kills himself, the alternate takes over, and it says basically says now I'm free because what we know of the alternates is that they interact with us through like TVs, maybe radio, you know, old technology, analog technology, hence analog horror. Yeah. But um, they can't direct. Maybe I think that's why they have to taunt you and torment you and give you a mad because they can't physically confront you until they take over somebody. I I saw something. So they replicate somebody. Someone online theorizing that. Uh, so in this whole series, there's a, a lot of biblical themes. Yes. And we'll so get tra- into that. Traditionally in Christianity, suicide gets you taken to hell. Yeah. And that's yep. so there's there's some people have like kind of theorized that like that's why the, the alternates want you to commit suicide because that well that we discuss as one way for them to take over is that you because there's this whole thing in volume one, if you remember about the Gabriel that may be a Satan, right? Um yeah, so that lead head alternate Gabriel, who apparently um Correct. Um, not Jonah, or I guess Jonah, but Joseph. also um, Joseph and yeah. Mary, and uh, basically infiltrated religion and like basically chained. Like this is an alternate timeline, and Gabriel is how that alternate appears as mm-hmm. the angel Gabriel, and we most people believe that the alternates are actually demons or at least some kind of demon and that, yeah, if they get you to kill yourself, yeah, they, that would be another like evil thing for them to want because then you would also go to hell and they would take over your body, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, and this is in nine, 1992 when um, this incident happens with Mark Heathcliff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, and basically where volume one ends are a bit of a prologue to volume one, I guess. Yeah. And all the stuff with Mark Heathcliff that's what we're uh, left with. killing himself. Kinda, oh, yeah, there's it, more stuff. It's also touched on in volume three, three, three. Yes. Um, no, yeah. But, uh, but we'll get there. Well, yeah. And I want to say before we get into, before we get deep into this, the first one was a lot of kind of world building and still a lot of just, oh, this is just creepy video you know but this uh volume two and three through three is um very lore heavy uh has a lot more story more characters there's more connections but also a lot more questions um so let's get into volume two yeah uh, officially so volume two actually flashes forward to 2009 and to the digital era and um and the beginning of the video, it shows two members of the Bythorn Paranormal Society 
And Bythorn is a neighboring county of Mandela County. Yeah. As far as I know. And by and by this time in this universe, um everyone is pretty much aware of alternates. Yeah, it, um everyone's aware of alternates. It's like a normal thing now. They've it's like outlawed the like certain types of TVs and stuff like that. Like you can't have them. Um yeah, so we learned that um like old yeah, TVs, analog equipment was outlawed, old technology was outlawed. And that seems to have had an effect on the alternates, but I have some theories, but we'll get into that uh, yeah. a little bit later. But basically, um so we see two members of the Thorn Paranormal Society, which basically have taken it upon themselves kind of like the ghostbusters to track down alternates and um to investigate these things because why, the police why would you as do we that? know why would you do that why would for one why would you but also because <laughs> the police will not the police will not yeah help you or answer they will hang up on you and they will not send anybody if they think it's an alternate because the police know that is hopeless and also yeah. We in the past videos in volume one, we learned that the alternate you could accidentally reveal your fears, and the alternate can learn about you right. on the other side of the phone and yeah. track you down as well. Because that's how that's want. that's how but they really get to you is when you reveal your fears. Yeah. And but we see Adam Murray and Jonah Marshall. And um they get a I, call. I did. I did see someone point out that it doesn't. It doesn't seem like it's a coincidence that they're called Adam and Jonah. Adam and Jonah Those are both yeah. biblical names. A so so of obviously, the obviously, characters. Adam from the Genesis, and then Jonah with the story of Jonah and the whale, right? Yep. And yeah, a lot of the major characters have those, you know, Abrahamic, you know, those biblical names. Um, so basically, Adam and Jonah, they get a call about a possible alternate. However, the lady's like, oh, I don't know if it's an alternate. I just hear my cat that passed away a few years ago meowing in my house, and it's creeping mm. me out. Yeah. And Spoiler. then they're like, Spoilers, they're like it totally no. is an alternate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Oh. Anytime we're like, oh, they think it's an alternate, it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, Spoilers. There. Yeah. Yeah. It's an alternate. But, um, First, they're like, no, or that sounds like a waste of time. But then she's like, I'll pay you guys $500 a night for three nights. And they're like, hell yeah. I mean, fuck. <laughs> I probably, that. honestly, 500 bucks a night. <laughs> oh, definitely. That's how much I, um, I have to work a whole week to make 500 bucks. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so, so as members of the Bythorn Paranormal Society, they, uh, and with the, uh, the pay, they After decide taxes. to um, yeah yeah yeah. They decide to go answer this call and go uh check out her house and stay at her house and um, and yeah um. So they so, discuss. So here's something that about these characters. I I didn't totally catch the reason why, but maybe you did. These characters are wanted. They are Adam and Jonah. They are wanted, wanted by, by the, like, FBI. the FBI. I didn't catch I think... why. I think they're wanted just because they're actively involving themselves with alternates and could be potential 
Oh, I basically see. their involvement could bring more alternates out into the public sphere. You the know, because the FBI is like, we don't want anyone interacting with the alternates, period. Just like, well, and as far as the police and I guess even FBI goes, it goes as far as the federal government is that they know that alternates exist and they have made precautions by banning certain technologies. And, uh, but you know, when they, they just ignore calls when it's about alternates, so they don't spread it further, but they also seem to want the public to otherwise ignore it. Yeah. And to pretend it doesn't exist, you know. So then you have a couple of assholes going around. Um, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, and they are wanted and on the drive <laughs> on the drive to the um the girl's house, they talk about yeah, how technology is banned. And uh Jonah even says that he doesn't even think there are alternates anymore. Yeah. Well, also, so it's of... in, at this point in the timeline, before we get further on with our theories and what else is revealed at this point in the timeline, the general public, they know of alternates, but they also think it could just be a hoax or that they're not enough of a threat anymore. Yeah, like they've been dealt it's not with a for big the most deal part, yeah. that they've been dealt with. And um, well, one of them also on the car ride kind of muses like the wonder if the gps like screen is enough yeah they talk about the gps um, if that could be enough to foreshadowing. allow the intruder in uh who comes through the tvs um and they're like nah basically <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. um so they they make it to the let's see uh i went a little ahead they had, they steal a car. Oh yeah, they have some car troubles. Yeah, they have to steal a car, and they're just um, like, their car Fuck it, down. We're already wanted by the FBI. Yeah, <laughs> stealing a car is and, not going to make it worse for us. Like, yeah, and uh, they steal a car, and yeah. Also, Jonah says that it could the whole alternate thing could be like some kind of government conspiracy or mass hysteria. So you know, at this point alternates are not really uh they, they they don't have a strong presence they're kind of a background thing that people mention every once in a while it's like yeah. oh there's a possible alternate encounter or you know just in passing like it's not a it doesn't see it's not presented as a big deal anymore um but i would say that's exactly what the alternates want people to think. Yeah, the alternates. And don't we'll want see that that's they just... that theories. I would say that theories confirmed later on uh, that they want people to think they're safe and that it's not a threat anymore. And, and yeah, maybe banning old TVs and stuff did help stop the spread, or maybe it didn't. And they just want us to think that it did. Yeah. I think they have other ways. Of... So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, they do. Yeah. But, um, so they, they go to the house and after exploring the house a bit, they found a, a one door, just one success door that's locked. And, um, mm. Adam, but no cat, uh, 
no cat so far no yeah. nothing they find no cat, no no noises, nothing. There's absolutely nothing except for that one locked door. And then after that, um, they go back outside, and Jonah's basically just like, fuck this. I know we didn't find anything, but this house has really given me those creepy vibes. And Adam's like, nah, we gotta go back in. He's like, We're you know, we're getting paid five hundred and nine, like isn't this yeah one of them's like we should like, just say that we were here for three nights and didn't find anything adam's adam is the one that really wants uh to find an alternate it seems yeah um, and jonah's hesitant definitely hesitant and well anyways we get more footage more recordings of just a dark hallway and um then adam thinks he hears jonah say Oh my God behind you. And Adam's like, stop it. Stop messing around. <laughs> and then it, <laughs> so he thinks he's just messing with him, but then he hears the exact phrase, the exact like recording that same line repeated multiple times. Yeah. And I'll tell you that part kind of freaked me out because and it's worth, worth making emphasis on like, <laughs> not the same phrase, but exactly the same audio. Yeah. Like, yeah, everything. It's just being repeated and um yeah, it freaks out and um freak me out because like I, I always I ever watch a video whenever it says oh someone's behind you and just but um I'll I'll admit one of these videos I, I watched most of them on my couch on my TV with my Xbox, but uh one of nice. there's a couple of videos you told me to watch uh before we recorded um that were short oh, yeah. ones. And I watched them in my room here with like most of the lights out, my mood lighting, and I was kind of like little Did tiny, they get you? tiny, like not too much, but there's still that little tiny voice in the back of my head saying, like, turn on the lights. Yeah, like look behind you. Um <laughs> there's a yeah, that's what these videos do. So what well. I love about these videos and what I love about analog horror in general is that it's not always just up front scary or a lot of ju- you know, there's not a lot of jump scares and yeah. sometimes there's not even outward imagery, but it's what you don't know that uh, scares you, you know, yeah. fear the unknown. It's, and that it's, works really well here. It really and, feeds that voice. In and the just back looking into head. a dark hallway, looking into a dark hallway, and then you hear a voice say, oh, God, there's something behind you. And then yeah. it's like, oh, God, there's something behind you. Oh, God, there's something behind you. And it glitches it's, out. It's that feeling yeah, if, you, if you ever go out uh, in the middle, you know, at late at night to take out the dark garbage. Yeah. And it's dark out. It's that creepy, and uneasy feeling. just that feeling. little uneasy feeling that makes you want to yeah. look behind you. Or you feel like someone's that, watching you. That you know? feeling is what this whole thing taps into. Fear of the dark, you know, the yeah. you know, just basic primal fears. And although three three, there's actually a movie, a, some actual like really creepy images and stuff. Like no, that. it definitely did. We'll, we'll get, to, get that, to that. But <laughs> um, but uh, there's a movie, um any movie called Skinamarink. It's on Shutter. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, I, I've thought about watching it. I, I might coming up. But, um, it out of it's the most analog horror. It's basically an analog horror movie. Nice. Like it's finally breaching into cinema now, and the whole move the for the trailer. It just repeats images of a dark hallway, dark house. 
And then you, you get this repeating voice that's saying, in this house, in this house. And I, I love when horror, uh, you know, just is, uses simplicity to scare, you know, just something yeah. so simple to scare you, just a dark room. Um, it's not about jump scares. It's about playing into the, your primal And the psychological. Fears. And that's yeah. why The Shining is one of my favorite movies of all yeah, time. Yeah, it's so uh, because good because it, it's about – It, it taps makes you, and – it doesn't have the jump scares necessarily. It taps into like, yeah, like like you were you were saying that primal fear, the that primal fear. It makes you feel deep. uneasy watching it. Yeah, and that's that's, that's those are the worse. best horror. Movies. You just get that itch, you know. Anyway, so um, so yeah, it says, "Oh God, behind! Oh my God, behind you!" And then it. Uh, we hear a low voice speaking to him. I can't, I couldn't catch what it was saying. The captions didn't say anything. However, the captions usually give more hints about the story. So turn the captions on. I didn't do that. If you watch these videos, <laughs> turn the captions on. Like I did because for one, it helped me understand what some of the alternates were saying, but it will also have, um, it will tell you who's speaking or who the alternate is or who the alternate is speaking as, you know, mm-hmm. Um, so then we get another one of those old Christian cartoons again. It's been a while since he's, we've yeah, seen one of these since over Noah this time. Uh, so, no, this one's Adam. Oh, was Genesis. It? This one's Adam. Oh, yeah. Adam okay, Noah Genesis. comes late. Noah comes later. And it's no coincidence that the our protagonist's name is Adam. Yeah. Um, because it shows Adam, he takes the fruit from the tree of knowledge, a tree of life. Yeah. And um, he bites from the apple, just like the story. Eve tells him, oh, it's fine. And then we see the serpent, Lucifer, laughing. And that, as far as this series go, that might as well just be Gabriel. It, it could be. I mean, it probably is. Yeah. Um, like the first deception, you know. And... um. And then Adam, and then this part really made me uneasy because nothing really weird happens in the cartoon itself, except just the way um, Alex cuts it is because um, Adam says it was good, but all of a sudden I feel scared. It's not hard. Here's the thing: it's not hard. To and then take it just any, cuts the black. Any Christian movie, cartoon, anything—it's not oh, yeah. hard to edit in a way, edit in in a way where it makes it weird. Yeah, it's that's and Alex so, does a good job here. Uh, yeah, and, I, uh, I love it. I love it. So we cut to black and we see a shot of the locked door, and then we hear a voice, and I'm not exactly sure which alternate this is. Um, it could be Gabriel. It also could just be the intruder, or it could also just be a random one. Uh, you know, I'm I'm but, not convinced that Gabriel is an alternate. There's a lot of people. Well, he's who the think, head of the alternate. Well, yeah, series. he's not an alternate himself. He is right, Satan or the equivalent yeah. of in this universe the Satan-like figure. Yeah, but they are not an but alternate. This our... alternate, we'll get into who this alternate is later um or who i think it is uh the later videos kind of confirm it but um basically he says you followed the shepherd 
you you are a fool. Follow my voice instead. Mm. You will find great <laughs> happiness. Wake up, Adam. Do not make me wake the others. Okay. What do you think that means? Because I have my theory. Hmm. I, I'll tell you mine. Yeah, okay, yeah. When he tells them, you follow the shepherd, you're a fool. Wake up, Adam. Don't make me wake the others. What I got from it is that Adam, if we go back to the intruder alert video, yeah, when we see the intruder take the child, I think that was Adam. I think Adam is an alternate. Oh. and just ha- doesn't know it. And I think either he's like a sleeper agent where they just activate him whenever they need him. Like maybe an alternate takes over a person, but since they have all the memories and knowledge of that person, that person still has, or at least the identity of that person still has some sway or maybe the alternate even can convince itself that it is that person, that it isn't an alternate. So, um, yeah. So there, there's another I theory. I think Adam is like a sleeper agent. There's another theory that I read about. I don't have all the details on this. I don't remember everything. I didn't take notes. Um, uh, but the, this Shame. theory that, so the, the intruder who is, I think officially is called six. That's what the intruder is called. That that character. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. It's not that they're not evil, because they create. As we get to three, 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 they create the tulpas, which are the these other types of alternate type beings. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a theory that they are not in leagues with Gabriel. Yeah, I definitely believe there's um there's we talked about it a little but there's different factions. Yeah, so the idea trips. being so I mentioned earlier this this theory that like because there's tons of biblical references. So the 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 theory one yeah. of the theories that alternates are kind of like demons. Gabriel is probably Satan. Yeah. Um and the committing suicide part is really important to it because that is in traditional Christianity. That's you go to hell for that. So that's yeah, it's a way of Gabriel or Satan building an army, kind of. And the intruder or six is not doing that. He is actively trying to go against that specifically. He's still kidnapping children. Yeah, and this he's still could creating be... alternates. So he's not. A I wonder good if this guy. is the intruders. I wonder if this is the intruder speaking to Adam. Yeah, so he's not a good guy, but he's not in leagues with Gabriel. He's opposing him. Um, but, um yeah. but like what I like to think of so since they showed us the imagery of Adam taking the bite uh, from the apple, our oh, historians think it was a pomegranate. Uh, if it, it didn't, it didn't I hear happen. people. People say it would have been a pomegranate, but I think that was just that pom- one pomegranate company. <laughs> um, here, here, here's um, uh, it's a mythological story. No, I yeah, yeah, but they say in the <laughs> mythology it would have been a pomegranate. 
it doesn't i don't think but it anyways um, i don't i i don't think it matters what types of fruit it is what people argue about that and i'm like <laughs> as someone who thinks it's never happened in real life it's just a story yeah but anyways he takes mike um, from the fruit it doesn't matter and um was. yeah he um i think that represents possibly the alternate whoever took the alternate that took over adam taking the knowledge of adam his identity his memories mm. and um this opens up the door so remember last time we talked about how you may never know who is an alternate that they'll track you down and they'll get you when the time is right what if you never knew you were an alternate <laughs> and that opens up the door yeah is there just alternates wandering around just living normal lives well, that, that's, and then that the intruder also... shows up and activates them uh, also he, plays he into tells the adam like, he says don't make me don't make me wake the others that that also plays into a bit of like the idea of like well saying about gabriel trying to or satan you know he, either he turns you into alternate gets you know you're an alternate or he gets you to kill yourself and you go to hell either way he's building an army Well, I thought if they killed you, if you killed yourself, they would just take over anyways. Yeah, they take over or whatever. But the idea yeah. being like that's that's so like, well, the, the reason the theory exists because it's like the alternates want you to kill yourself. Yeah, because even and it's even not though they could. I don't think they they yeah, they they could they could take over anyway, but they want you to kill yourself because if you kill yourself, you go to hell. And then Does that create new alternates, maybe. And then, because then you're, if you go to hell, you're under, you're, you're under Satan. Well, either way, uh, Adam does not get killed here. No. In fact, Adam is active. Well, later on, I think in volume four, which we didn't watch for this, but I, I, I've heard people talk about how Adam knows he's an alternate now, but tries to fight. Oh, now we're getting the Blade Runner shit. Yeah. yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, basically. But um, I love that side 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 so, note. Uh, I killed it at trivia a few weeks ago when they when one of the trivia questions was what it what name, what movie is uh the book uh do androids dream of electric sheep known as and I fucking killed it, Blade Runner. <laughs> yep. Yep. Sorry, it's Blade Runner. But um, <laughs> I like Blade Runner. Right. So I could Adam, uh, you, you could you could get me talking about that for a while. Adam. So there's yeah, like I said, there's a couple different, slightly different scenarios here. Adam always knew he was an alternate and was just fooling everybody and just pretended to be one of the good guys. Mm -hmm. Or alternate Adam never knew he was an alternate. He was all, but he was altering this whole time, and now he's finally being um, awakened and activated. Mm -hmm. Or he knew he was an alternate. He is an alternate, but he's choosing to go against the alternates. And I think at this point, that's when he can make that decision. But I think, and 
this is the freaky idea is that you could be an alternate without ever knowing you would never know. And, but does that mean, yeah, I mean, does that mean there's alternates that don't know what they are? (laughs) But Uh, at the same time, it also, the idea that you can maybe be an alternate and actively choose to go against it. I think until you like, it humanizes the alternates a lot more yeah, than, a I little ex- bit, yeah. than I would expect um, a series like this to and do, then, uh, considering that they're considered like the bad guys. The intruder, although alternate, uh, tells Adam to open open your eyes. And then we see the alternate, the intruder, mm-hmm. or whatever. And um, very freaky, distorted face, big eyes, little mouth. But that's not as that was creepy enough on its own. But that coupled with the sound effect, it does this like, um, you know, <laughs> I can't do it. But it's a sound design. Uh, the sound effect with that is that gave me the heebie-jeebies. That, yeah. they, that gave me a chill down my spine. And while this is all happening, while Adam is having his realization and being activated and everything by this other alternate. Art, at least that's what I think is happening. Um, Jonah is outside waiting in the car. He's like, what the fuck? You've been in there a while. He's like, why aren't you coming out? I want to get pizza. I want pizza too. <laughs> yeah, me, yeah. And <laughs> so maybe I'll order some pizza after is this. Adam, does Adam lure Jonah in now at this point? Or is this the other alternate luring him in? That's uh, where because, I was confused on because so so yeah, so Jonah Jonah's lured in, but I don't he's know if back it's, in, it's by Adam or if it's by hear, the alternate that's taking Adam's place. I don't know. Well, I I think Adam is one though, but yeah. Um, but anyways, he comes in and we hear the cat meowing. Finally, we see uh, writing on the wall that says "Nothing is worth the risk." Mm-hmm. Jonah's freaking out. He tells Adam he's nuts for tracking down alternates. And that, and they get in an argument, and so he's speaking and communicating with Adam. Adam's not doing anything; he's not going alternate mode on him or anything yet. Um, and then Jonah says, "I wish we never looked for." And then it kind of cuts out and her, and I think this is Adam's sister. Okay, that they yeah. were looking for his missing sister. Um, yeah, there was there was another that. child that was stolen right yeah there was something about that that same time yeah caught me off or at least yeah and then jonah attempts to leave the house and then we see the tv with a cat on it uh in the tv and then the intruder that guy's face the intruder comes in through the tv flashing videos creepy lullaby adam is left seemingly alone Jonah hightails it back home, but the alternate gets him through the GPS. It follows yeah. the GPS. That disproves the theory that they can't work through digital technology. Yeah. Maybe it, you know, you could argue, oh, maybe it took him time to figure that out, how to uh, come through digital technology. But either way, they. Uh, I think they know how. I don't think um, it was that they they took time to figure it out. Are they I, th- just I think that they were using analog technology Putting because, everyone... because 
people would be less suspicious of it because it was going out of fashion, but it was still around. Well, and also people don't think about it that much. If Gabriel and the alternates have infiltrated religion and everything for thousands of years, they have always existed. Yeah. I think just the advent of technology of TVs, radio, what have you made it easier for them just pop up in anybody's house, you know, and yeah, get them that way. Um, but anyways, uh, it follows them through the GPS. And from the imagery we see, we can assume that Jonah is very, very dead. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. But what I love about this whole series, for the most part, um, you never outright know what happened. It always leaves you wondering what happened. Yeah. Well, we can I, only assume. I'm super confused by this series at all times, but I really love it. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, what I'll say, what I'll ball- say, if you haven't watched these series, which I don't know why you're, wa- you're listening to this podcast, if you haven't watched these, um, go watch them. And at the very least, even if you don't understand what's going on, they're well-made videos that are interesting to watch. Yes. At the very you, least. Like if you want to know a lot what's going on, Wendigoon makes a lot of good videos about the Mandela right. catalog. Yeah. He even on his stream, one of his uh, live streams, he interviewed Alex Cuser, the creator. Nice. And um, apparently Alex was going to tell him like the true secret. And he's like, no, I don't want to know. <laughs> which is good i respect that um we should take a little anyways, bit we should take a little bit of intermission right now okay don't worry nothing saying? happened <laughs> see now now the now the colton alternate has taken form and we don't know if it's him or not <laughs> i was about to make that joke <laughs> or have i been an alternate this whole time you know it'd be freaky we're if, if, if we're recording over Zoom here, and then you hear someone knock on your bedroom door there, and it's my voice. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna get with, I'm gonna get your girlfriend to take a tape recording of me <laughs> for next time. <laughs> no, I was um, messing with the listeners earlier. Yes. Um, but anyways. <laughs> So we're back, uh, but don't take that out. But uh, so now we're into volume point three, three, three. Now, why do you think it's point three, three, three? You think he thought that was just cool? Um, it does take place earlier in the timeline. This is earlier in timeline, and it's kind of, in uh, many ways, a little bit of a prelude to the events of what happened earlier because this is in 1992. But we get a little bit of a peek of um, what happened before Mark died. Yeah, I three 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 kind of serves to fill in some gaps, and also three three three. I mean, with all the Christian imagery and uh, significance of this series, um, I mean three is associated with you have the Holy Trinity, yeah. three days and three nights for Jesus to raise from uh, the grave. I mean. I don't think that's any mistake. Yep. 
three, uh, seven, seven's another big because number. He Nine is another he big number. Yep. He could have titled it just volume three. You know, but no, he chose volume three, three, three. Yeah. But I don't or know. it was just a typo. Or it's a typo, and he was like, oh, that's cool. Anyways. I mean, probably not, but <laughs> but anyways, I'm not um, gonna rule out that, that option until until it's confirmed that it was not a typo. Right. But we start out with um baby crying and uh and then we hear um Lynn and Jude talking. So and it shows their um divorce papers. So this couple divorced mm-hmm. um they married June eighth, nineteen ninety. I wrote this down, and divorced August twenty-ninth, nineteen ninety-two. And she's Lynn is like, you need to come over and help your son or do they say son, but help the child. It's your kid too. He's like, okay. And, um, kids crying. And then we cut to what I presume is the child's, uh, their eye watching all these old, you know, vintage clips on TV, all creepy stuff, of course. And, um, and I think that's a great shot, by the way, just want to add that. And um, then we get the title card, volume point three three three, and um, and then um, it kind of cuts around, and we cut to uh, footage of a uh, Mandela County police officer Thatcher, and Thatcher, Lieutenant mm-hmm. Thatcher, yeah, he is built up to be our first protagonist. He is, according to the wiki, um, even going past what we've already watched, he is, um, other than the intruder, he is the most featured character in the entire series. Yeah. Yeah. And he's one of, aside from Adam, who's definitely important, but he's not protagonist, but he's definitely an important character. But aside from Adam, Thatcher is the most important human character in all this yeah unless that well we think adam's an alternate anyways yeah we don't, we don't even know that adam is human but yeah. how do we even know how <laughs> but anyways so we cut the footage of a mandela county a police officer thatcher speaking at like some kind of reward uh ceremony um he's getting some kind of medal or something for being a good police officer or something and so the principal of the uh, the school that uh, principal of a school calls uh, the police about disappearance of Mark Heathcliff, none other than, and um, yeah, and I believe that it's Officer that yeah it's Thatcher that responds to the call and he answers the house. Uh, he first he goes up to the house, gets no answer, and he finally enters, um, and then that's where he discovers the dead body of Mark with the gun in his hand, with the TV on. Um, and then we see Mark's notes and he's basically praying to God and uh, begging God to help save him from this uh, precarious situation with the alternate outside his door. And get all, you know, he's, it's like your only hope basically. And, um, but then we, uh, the last line, is who have I been praying to this whole time? Mm. That's repeated over and over. 
And that kind of confirms one of my older theories that not only the alternates have infiltrated religion, but they are like what you think an angel is, what you think God is. That's Gabriel. That's the alternates. They're they're not. Um, They've not just because uh, they've not just infiltrated. They've influenced. Yeah, they they've and, well they've shaped going the back religion to around what when they Gabriel are. when Gabriel just changed history, uh, basically, and changed uh, the whole course of this timeline um, by essentially prolonging or even preventing the birth of Christ, and you know just well, fooling I mean, the shepherds. You know that's always what happens. I mean. Here's the thing: imagine um, imagine in a world. Assuming that God is real. And On this are... world, God is and was real, but now has been usurped, yeah. essentially. So imagine imagine in a world where God is real, angels are real, and you are someone who wants to usurp God. Yeah. Would it be more effective to impersonate angels or to completely infiltrate the religion in a way where people accept that you that you as yourself is an angel bad grammar there i know i think it's a little bit of both there. i think there's a little bit of both I, going I, on, I also I think, think that i think there's an implication that there are certain aspects of this where it's like maybe it started see, as just impersonating but it got to it gets to a point where it's like these alternates well, don't have to pretend all the time and at least the authority the authorities eventually find out that religion has been infiltrated and that it's screwed and they tell you to avoid (laughs) and they tell you to avoid any religious practices or even philosophical questions or, you know, Oh no. um, (laughs) But you know, so he says, who have I been praying to this whole time? And, um, I know uh, Winnegoon who does videos on this, he is Christian and he said that really fucked with him. Because he's like, what if, let's just say, God is real, but he's not this good, all this all good, benevolent God. He's mm. actually coming after you and sending his legions after you. And that this he's whole time villain, you've been yeah. praying to the enemy. He's the villain. That yeah. um, There's some other being yeah. up there. That's the good guy, but they just don't give a shit anymore. Or that too, you or, know. Well, I, I um, think that would be the implication but, of that of usurping God would be the implication in my mind of God is still out there, but they were able to usurp God because God doesn't give a shit anymore. Or they like uh we, because God we see earlier like Gabriel fooled the shepherds, fooled Christians, fooled you know the masses. Yeah. Either way, it worked. And um and then after that line, we see uh, my eyes are wide open. And then we see an alternate report for Caesar Torres. He was Mark's buddy, mm-hmm. I guess, I remember uh, in volume that. one. Yeah. He's dead. <laughs> He's an alternate now. Um, and then we cut to this really fun part that gave me, the, that creeped me out. Uh, our friend Stanley comes in on the TV, just uh, some eyes and a mouth, just like a white lines. Just casually on the TV. It reminds me of that guy from Soul. 
Remember the guy that's supposed to um the Pixar movie soul. Bring yeah, the Pixar movie, yeah. Oh he's right. supposed to bring the main character to the afterlife. Right, right. The guy that he, plays he looks like that guy. He's just played, like lines. He's like played by one of the Flight of the Concords guys. Yeah. Is, I, is I, it Jermaine? Is that I could be thinking of either a way character. But he he looks like that guy. Um and this part at first I'm like, oh, it's like okay, creepy. But then he says, Oh, right. I can no, make... not not by Flight of the Concords, by one of the guys from the IT crowd from <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Easy but mistake. But then he says <laughs> I can make friends appear out of thin air. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't like the sounds of that. And then he said, if there's a, and now this is where you got to look at the captions, but he said, if there's a friend in your head and then it kind of cuts out, but in the captions, it says you should manifest them, which that kind of, that sounds like bad advice to the idea that maybe you are an alternate and this is just like your awakening or you don't even know yet. Because well, you can manifest your friend, or this, you could let the alternate in. Well, in this, we'll get to it. They establish that there are types of alternates that can manifest from the imagination. Yeah, that's it, what we yeah, see at it, the end of I the think video. That's it. Yeah, um, and it said, yeah, if there's a friend in your head, you should manifest them. But what he really says is that they're just as scared as you are. And then he says, close your eyes and think real hard about your friend. <laughs> and then he says okay uh your new friend is somewhere in your house oh no (laughs) Uh uh-oh i hated that (laughs) i just hated it oh anyways and then we cut to thatcher he receives a 911 call from uh june murray the margaret uh, thatcher ex-husband not margaret thatcher Lieutenant Thatcher. Sorry, I, Thatcher Davis, I believe. I'm a few drinks in, I'm starting to get to that point where I'm... <laughs> but, well, anyways, uh, Thatcher asked, you know, basic questions. This is the guy trying to hurt you. Where is he? Yada, yada, Did you know yada. the Wizard, the wizard of, says, the, uh, Wizard of Oz theme, a song, Ding Dong, The Witch is Dead, uh, charted in the UK uh, the year Margaret Thatcher died? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I know that. No. <laughs> I learned that recently. That's so bad, though. I learned it from Iron Wait, Lady. Wait, Don't Tell Me on NPR because I'm a nerd and listen to NPR. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways. <laughs> so, yeah, Thatcher responds to this I think, call. I think that counts as a tangent Jude, point, by the way. That's it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's introduce yeah, the tangent I point think system. That, I was going to skip over it. Yeah, like nothing we've done so far is really tangent, but that was so out of out of left field there. That I yeah, that was a um, well, Thatcher. I see the link, but then you had yeah, to but it was still fact. very neurotic, so like out of left. Basically, field. the if you haven't been listening for a while, if you're an old listener and you're just come back, new listener, whatever, we have our tangent point system now, and whenever you go off to once the topic has started after our little bits of news. And if you go off topic, that counts as a tangent, and that's a tangent point. And once you get three points, you have to take a shot, or you can veto that shot 
but that means you have to take it immediately at the beginning of the next episode. Yeah. We have one tangent point tonight. I think we'll be good. Do they We've reset? Been, I, 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 I can't uh, remember. Yeah, they, they do reset. Uh, and it's part of the reason why you implemented the whole, uh, the beginning of the episode, get, get stuff out of our system stuff. Yeah. No, exactly. To exactly. avoid tangents. Um, but anyways, so going back to Mando catalog. So yeah, Thatcher answered a call and then Jude just tells him he's not doing anything. He's just standing in the corner. He's just standing there. He's just staring at me. And then Thatcher asked him, does he resemble anyone you know? And Jude says, no, he doesn't look like anyone I've ever seen in my life. And Thatcher's like, what? And that's weird because alternates typically resemble someone. Yeah. And yeah, also that threw me off when I was watching you, this. If you've been like, listening what? ever since volume, if you've been listening since volume one and since our first episode covering this, you should know that the police are not supposed to carry on with these calls. Usually they would just hang up. Or tell him that someone's on the way and then hang up. And, you know, because you could act, you could bring the alternate to your attention. And I don't know if this is before that was implemented or not. Or if Thatcher is just trying, he's just ignoring the protocol and actually trying to maybe do some good, trying to help out with the situation. We'll get into that a little bit later. I think. Thatcher is ignoring the protocol here. I think a bit. That's what I kind of got from it, too. I think he's um, fed up with it. Um, but we'll get to that later. But he, he's definitely, you'll see I think later that, on. I think that Thatcher he, is, he's so he's a cop. So he's obviously, there's a protocol with alternates and he's supposed to follow. But, I mean, it's why he's a protagonist. He's He has the, the moral judgment. He has the gumption. Go. To go, you know, no, we sh- we actually should help this person. Yeah, like, but he's confused because alternates typically resemble someone you know, but for yeah. an alternate to show up not looking like anyone you know. Mm-hmm. Now, it could be one of those types of alternates that just look like an upside-down guy or whatever Yeah, uh, that we discussed <laughs> in the last episode. But um, <laughs> anyways... Um, Thatcher tries to send out some officers that way. He talks to Ruth and she's like, I'm actually dealing with another um, intruder. Home intruder. And he's like, okay, I'll go over there. And then, but then she's like, no, I need help. I need backup. So he goes to with Ruth. They answer the house. And, um, it's creepy music playing, of course. TV is on. The camera goes down. The roof seems like she's fine right now. But she's not in the area. And then Thatcher confronts, I guess, the alternate in the dark hallway. We don't see it. But it just repeats everything Thatcher says. And not just repeating it. It um, literally repeats what he says. Mm-hmm. like a recording playing back what you say and he's like basically i'm a cop that's a creepy like, thing that these videos apply, do that never like, gets old is the what's that? Re- repeating a recording of something oh yeah it's, definitely it's yeah, used so effectively reason. and it just always works 
and <laughs> Thatcher tells him to put his hands up and everything. And then the alternate seemingly attacks Thatcher. We hear amazing grace. That's creepy. And I think yeah. that's the alt. I think the alternates can replicate more than just voices. They can like straight up, just like play a song. Yeah. I think so too. Or whatever. Uh, there's multiple you times in, where it kind of implies weird things like that. Or like they can sound like a whole crowd or, you know? Yeah. Um, and hear a lot of loud noise at this point. Thatcher calls from backup from the Bythorn Police Department, mm. neighboring county. They don't help, of course, because they're following the protocol. And then I guess he ends up going to the police department and he talks about how everyone's gone. Everyone's just leaving all the police. Like maybe he's one of the last ones to even respond to alternates or even to be working in that department. I don't know. Is he like holding out the police department by himself? I mean, um, with him and roof, I guess. Um, but then he i guess he goes back to the police this is where i get a little confused i guess he goes back to the police department at this point and the alternate follows him and this is the first time we don't just see an image of, a, of an alternate here we see an alternate in motion which i assume was animated in blender uh, but I was the dark lighting i just got to say the, this whole shot i was extremely ooh. impressed with I yeah. was I was watching this on my couch being like this is really well done like bravo mm -hmm. this is fucking creepy and I had lights on it was the yeah. middle of the day at the windows open so it was I wasn't like being mm -hmm. freaked out by it. I'm sure if the lights were off I would be freaked out but it's well more. done but I was he like makes wow this is really good use of makes really good use of yeah. just the atmosphere the lighting and even no matter how good or bad the anima animation is, that doesn't really matter and that also contributes to it and you just see this alternate just twisting and contorting. So so this this and, is, um, according to the wiki, uh, this alternate is a tulpa. It's an alternate that is created through the imagination. And it says on the oh. wiki most often through children watching TV. See, that's a whole other aspect to this. Yeah. That you can create your own. Yeah, alternate. so this is not this um, is not an alternate. It's just being sent. It's one that's been created. Well, anyways, I mean, I mean it if starts... you're familiar with the idea of a tulpa, of the idea of yeah. like um, a being that is uh, a a, mal uh, a molestic being that's that's been created through a um, a lot of people believing in it. And that it exists simply because mm. enough people believe in it. That's that's the traditional idea. I remember of when um when Slender Man was the new and hit creepypasta way back yeah. in like 2010. So, so the the idea would people be people thought, yeah, you know, Slender Man could be like a tulpa. Yeah, so the, the, the idea belief, being that you know? yeah, if enough people believe in Slender Man, like legit, if enough people legit believe in Slender Man. Then uh, he'll just manifest. He could manifest. Yeah. Um, um, that's what this is based off of, kind of. And also, I the idea since that I mentioned with a powerful enough imagination that something could manifest. Yeah. I also want to mention 
since we since I mentioned Slenderman, the, the Marble Hornets videos was definitely an inspiration for this, and the inspiration for that was like the Blair Witch Project. Like, oh yeah, the, that's what really started this kind of thing, this found footage horror. Uh, and yeah, we've gone into analog horror and all that, but yeah, I mean, um, I don't, I don't love. It, the Blair it Ridge. really reminds I, me of that kind of thing. I don't love the Blair Witch Project that much. I don't think it's that great. <laughs> But well, the thing but, about the Blair but, Witch Project, but though, I gotta recognize it as something that's like it did pioneer this genre. The which... marketing for that movie, they yeah. had a website. They made it seem like it was real. Yeah, that this was real lost footage that these people went missing, and that's what uh, Alex is doing here. But anyways, the yeah, alternate it, it really pioneered this it, whole um, thing, which is cool. Yeah, I don't. Alternate... I don't think Blair Witch is that is that cool in itself, but. I recognize. No, I think this importance. is cooler. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but the the alternate just legit floats towards Thatcher. Thatcher's just like fuck. Just, yeah, <laughs> and then it says, and then we see the text. Uh oh, bad decision, Thatcher. I love those moments. So of like, uh, this uh, is it suddenly becomes very lighthearted in a very sinister way. Well, in a sinister way, but this also <laughs> confirms this is probably the same alternate that killed mark yeah if it's using that same phrase but listen wait because i got the i got the it is it is is colton i'll tell you why because if you had the captions on when the alternate bends over thatcher and you see its distorted face and everything it's awful and you hate it um the captions say Caesar Torres, Ruth Weaver, and Mark Heathcliff. Mm, so we I, could assume okay, yeah. that this alternate, at least that's three of its victims. And yeah. it's taking on their personalities. And that's, it's like this amalgamation of people. Yeah. So here, here, here's a trivia it, thing uh, on the wiki about tulpa. The Urban Dictionary defines the term tulpa as a Sanskrit word for the to refer used to refer to the practice in Tibetan Buddhism, which is the practitioner in which the practitioner creates a sentient being through the power of thought. Thought form is a rough English equivalent. It is believed that the intruder or it was believed that the intruder was an alternate and was a tulpa, but now with new info, the theory has been discarded. So some people thought that the that the intruder was a tulpa as well, but it's been since discarded. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, tulpa or not, all I know is that this alternate has killed Caesar, Ruth, and Mark, and... It starts laughing, peeling its face back all creepy. Oh, and yeah. I wonder, is that mad? Is it doing mad to Thatcher? And basically mad metaphysical awareness disorders when the alternates tell you something you don't want to know. <laughs> I love it when it's just that vague. That makes it all the creepier. It's like yeah. they tell you something you don't want to know. <laughs> but anyways... um. It presumably kills Thatcher. It says there's not enough room for the two of us, Lieutenant. And that's the end of volume 0.333. However, 
we get a little bit of a prologue. We, we get a couple more videos before we get into volume four. We get every day gets brighter. That's the one I told you to watch before recording. Mm-hmm. It's back in 1992. And this is, this confirms that Thatcher survived. He survived and he's obviously shocked from the events. He survived an alternate encounter, which usually that doesn't happen. <laughs> so the fact that this alternate, I, I wonder why this alternate let him go. Yeah. Or is he an alternate and he doesn't know it? That's another layer to think about. But either way, it doesn't really matter at this point. Um, He knows he hates the reality that the police know about this, but they don't do anything and they just ignore um, all these accounts. And obviously he didn't. Um, And even though he knows the whole situation against alternates is just ultimately hopeless, there's not much you can do. He vows to kill that alternate. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, the Caesar Mark group. The the, the yeah. whole like uh, I watched someone walk out as me. I'm gonna fucking kill him. Yeah, it still took his yeah. place, but it let him live. That's weird. But I think that might that might uh. So so I'm I uh, uh, an important thing to kind of point out is that so what I said about the tulpa, it's just implied. Yeah, it's not confirmed but also that this he... alternate was a tulpa. It's just implied, but I think this gives some strength to the idea that this is a tulpa because if it's a new alternate that was created, it wouldn't mm-hmm. necessarily know to kill him. So maybe, maybe not. let him live. Um, also... That was an error on this alternate's part. And yeah, definitely because it's it kind be... of a newborn, but. Thatcher vows to kill this alternate. We'll see how that goes. But he says, um, well, basically, it's like if he let Thatcher, why would he, for one, yeah, if he let Thatcher live, he must have just not known or just been, yeah, like you said, a new Topo alternate. But and this, yeah, this obviously sets up Thatcher as the main protagonist. He is the only person to survive an alternate encounter. I guess yeah. aside from Adam, but Adam is one, probably. So, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I don't have much else to say about that. But yeah, Thatcher survives, and he's going to go after this alternate. And then we get one more video before volume four. Interlude. And it very much is an interlude. So this, it catches us up on the kind of situation of the world, or at least Mandela County, but this can kind of give us an idea of what's happening to the greater part of the world. Get the Mandela County population population trend uh, report. 1990 through 2010. So in 1992, and now I'm also confused here. Mm-hmm. What does this mean? The actual population of Mandela County, or is this the population of normal non-alternates? Or is this how many people left? 
the county or is this how many people have died or a little bit of both? I don't know. But in 92, start out with 14,763. 93 goes down a little under 13,094. It goes down to 7,000. And then it flashes to 2006, only 1,786. And then by 2009, by the time we get to Adam and Jonah, 1,075. Yeah. So (laughs) what do you think? I mean, is this people fleeing the area, people dying from alternates, are being replaced by alternates? I think it's people being replaced by alternates. So by this point in the timeline, most of Mandela County is alternates. Yeah, possibly. I mean, maybe some people maybe some people are fleeing. But uh, yeah, fleeing wouldn't. I imagine fleeing wouldn't make it better because the alternates follow you. Uh, Wendigoon, he actually asked Alex, he was like, is this just something happening in Mandela County and the surrounding area? Or is it a global thing? And he's like, yeah, it's a global thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, you would assume so. Um, and then we see uh, Bythorn Paranormal Society Productions, 2007. So this is before the events of uh, Volume 2. And it's a message saying, hey, Adam, I got access to more of the MCPD files, and they're pretty recent, too, from from Sarah. Since the following uh, temporal phenomenon videos, which we haven't seen in a while. It's volume one. Mm -hmm. And here's what it says. An unforeseen. And yeah, it's the typical one where it's playing patriotic music and it's uh, got the American flag waving and everything. And it says. An unforeseen threat has been eliminated. Thanks to your loyalty, courage, and determination, we may now carry onwards without fear. Then it shows a bit of a kind of an alternate perspective like uh, on the timeline. So in the beginning, flawed assimilation. So it's an alternate that did not replicate the person right. They obviously look like an alternate. Then you have a complete assimilation where they look exactly like the person. Then you have overdriven assimilation. And we see the same alternate that um, spoke to Adam. And it's revealed, and it this alternate, now this might not be literal, but this alternate was a nun and then was the one that spoke to Adam. And then it shows a picture of the nun and it says messenger. Right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So I I think this confirms that this alternate is separate from the intruder or from Gabriel. It's the messenger. Yeah. It's most likely the one that goes around essentially waking the sleeper agents. Alternates that don't know they're alternates. Perhaps. I got this whole out of and this whole thing too. This idea that I don't know. This is this is this wasn't from some, uh, something red lines. Just kind of what I got from it. Yeah, what did you get? Is from the it? Uh, the alternates are kind of overdoing themselves in some ways sometimes. 
mm. like the over assimilation type of thing the the they 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 it's been successful in the past because they were so subtle about it and now people are becoming yeah. aware because they're not being mm-hmm. as subtle and i think maybe they're backpedaling on that a bit yeah. uh, because a, a lot of people think alternates aren't even around anymore um but yeah going back to the beginning of all this volume two and everything i love well i i don't love it but it, it is good from a horror writer's perspective the idea that alternates at this point have gone to the point where people know about them but it's they think maybe it's a hoax or you know maybe it's not a problem anymore but there's so many people out there that are essentially alternate sleeper agents without knowing just waiting to be activated um jackson you better not fucking be an alternate (laughs) but i (laughs) well you (laughs) behind you but um (laughs) but it's okay i have a webcam i can see behind me but that's where um that's where (laughs) we are so far um i'm excited to do more of this i i don't think we should wait as long i i think we should come back to this yeah pretty soon i think so too i Uh, i like this type uh, of stuff i think it's uh yeah it's always good stuff i think it's cool um it's it's a lot more volume four typical like creepypasta stuff uh Mm -hmm. definitely yeah um and volume four is out and it's like a 40 minute video so i think that whole video could be one episode and i'm Uh, excited to see where we go with some of these characters where we go with thatcher is he alive by 2009 still hunting alternates maybe or whatever is (laughs) what's going on with adam is he an alternate and is he a like rebelling alternate i don't know or is he just going to be activated now and start killing people and start um replicating (laughs) them um Yeah, I I really like the series because it just a lot. It's subtle when it needs to be, and then it shows it. It shows you, you know, the alternates and spooky stuff at the right times, and um, just the idea that you don't know who's an alternate until they come after you. You don't you know you yourself may not be an alternate, yeah. and um. Uh, the whole idea that's like, oh, who's the god I've been praying praying to this whole time, uh, and that you you can't trust anybody, and that you can't trust your faith. You you know, it's it's um pretty creepy stuff. Pretty creepy. It's a stuff. it's a creepy um, universe that they've that that uh, Alex Kistner has been has built out. Like, yeah, and yeah. I wonder if he's in film school or something. I mean. Uh, yeah this would be great i know nothing i know nothing about the guy other than he made this thing (laughs) yeah right um Um, but it's pretty cool though now do you have any theories that you haven't discussed so far before we not really do you um no not really i mean not beyond the fact that uh the idea that um 
there's alternates that I, I I like the idea that there's alternates out there. You know, maybe they knew the agenda. They knew to to replace people and kill people and everything. But when they replace someone with a strong enough will, or maybe they or anybody, and they get the their personality, their memories, and then they start to question their own selves. Um, yeah. And that you have these like messenger alternates that are going around awakening the dormant ones. And where does and Gabriel wasn't really in this uh, volume. No, I don't think as he far as we all. know. Um, and then now the intruder definitely. So we possibly could have. I think the messenger is wait is working for Gabriel. Okay. Yeah. I think that's the same faction. So we have Gabriel faction, which seems to be the most influential one. Definitely. Then uh, you have the intruder faction, which is kind of its own thing. And you have the, uh, what are they called? The imagination, uh, the Tulpas. Yeah. The Tulpas. Are, are they their own thing? That's unclear. I mean, I, I um, from, from what I've read so far. And then you have, um, you possibly have another alternate faction that is actually maybe like Adam, like on the human side. And then you just have Lieutenant Thatcher. Um, and he seems to be the only, um, so far as we know, human character that not only knows about alternates, survived an alternate encounter, and is going after at least that alternate. Basically, um, he's a badass. Yeah. Get <laughs> <laughs> uh, Keanu Reeves to play him or something, you know? Yes. Go John Wickham, you know? <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm definitely excited to cover this more and to uh, watch more of these videos, no matter how spoopy they get. Yeah, and, I I I really enjoy these types of videos. Whenever we do, whether it's Mandela Catalog or SCPs or Air Lovecraft, or I any also spook spooky stuff. I just love yeah, when we do I spooky, love spooky stuff. stuff. I also want to mention. Maybe before we catch back up on the on this on the Mandela catalog, I want to get in to the monument mythos. Yeah, you've talked to me about that I'm because not familiar for with a it. long time. Yeah, for a long time, I thought it was over, but then he posted a new video. Oh, <laughs> or like new videos, and nice. so, and it's it's not as much as um creepy scary thing it's more of a i mean it definitely has like lovecraftian elements and it's but it's more of just a weird alternate history and it's mm -hmm. i it's distinct like i there's some analog horror out there that i think heavily copies off um are inspired by the mandela catalog um another really good analog horror series and I think by Scrippus McGrippus or something like that. 
They have the Five Nights at Freddy's like VHS videos. Oh, I've come across those. Actually, yeah. It's like way better than actual Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, I was, uh, I'm, I've uh, come across those, but I've not watched them because uh, for uh, obvious reasons, I am weary of FNAF. Uh <laughs> Well, if we ever um live stream again or record uh, any gaming videos, we gotta play some FNAF for sure. Um, you, you you you've you've seen there's... me play FNAF. I I do not <laughs> handle it well. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, we're definitely gonna do more Mandela catalog. We're not gonna wait nearly as long. We'll probably do it within the next couple months or so, or even sooner. Yeah, uh, depending on how I would, everything goes. I would like to, I would like to um, get back on this more often. Yeah. Yeah. This is cool stuff. Um, and as far as I, and it's still ongoing. So, like, by the time we cover volume four, I'm sure volume five is going to be out. Is six. He's got to yeah. do volume 666, right? Of like, course. It'd be, I'd be disappointed if he didn't. Or maybe that's a little too obvious. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, anyways. So where we are in the timeline, the from what I've gathered, the alternates have gained so much influence that people they're being subtle again. People don't know they exist, but they do exist. They think everything's okay because they ban tech the old technology and uh, but then we have an insider with Lieutenant Thatcher who knows they're real and that it's not okay. And now he survived one and he vows to fight one. And it's getting... Um... But what I like about the series, it's expanding on the story and lore without ruining the original idea. It's still staying true to its original videos, its original idea. Yeah. And... Uh, I'm excited to see what happens uh, for sure. And I mean, I even like, I, I watched this one video about how analog horror is just something film uh, cinema viewers are not ready for, but like skin and Marine, I'm definitely going to check that out. And if I do, I'll definitely mention it on this podcast. Um, analog horror. It would is be definitely a, if it were in a cinema uh, environment, it would be described as extremely experimental. That's yeah, that's definitely. What I'll say, yeah. it's it's it, it's a a storytelling method that is very unconventional from traditional cinema tropes. Um, then- but I, I I respect that because I mean, you go back throughout cinema history. You, you, if you go back to the 1920s, there were cinema tropes that we are familiar with now, and I'm not talking like I'm not talking like genre and things like that. I'm talking just how stories like, um, are, how stories and dialogue is portrayed, avant-garde, how, how scenes are shot. Mm-hmm. That we it's we understand instinctively now. Well, thank like Nosferatu. Thank um. The well, cabinet of Dr. Caligari. You yeah. Know. Um, and even before that, though, you, you 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 look at some of the really early cinema. I mean, if you were to go back, if you were to film something now and, and have a shot that's the camera is flipping between two characters speaking, right? 
That would be confusing to people in the year 1915. Yeah. Because there were at that this is a, te- a cinema technique that has been um pioneered and we are so used to it now that's almost instinctual and 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 this analog horror stuff is kind of interesting because it's it's using video in in cinema in a way that's not usual it's not the standard mm-hmm. and maybe it will never catch on well but the point I don't know. is uh, that it's cool but, that they're doing it at all well you know? and it seems like not just analog horror but this whole idea of nostalgic horror because that's yeah. i mean that's kind of what it is and like the whole idea of uh, liminal spaces in the back rooms and um just the stuff that reaches your subconscious and just gives you the creeps, you know, for yeah. whatever reason, even no matter how subtle it is. And like with the back rooms, um, we should play more of that game. The back we rooms game, yeah. by the way, it's got a lot of updates, but with the back rooms, I kind of liked it more a lot. Well, actually, I liked it way more. When it was just the, the subtle thing where like, oh, you know, clip out of reality in your back rooms. And it's just like this endless um, liminal spaces. But now the fans have made it where there's different entities and stuff in it. And I'm like, that's all good. And yeah. Fun, but that I mean, it takes away from the original. Um, it's all in good. They kind of they made the back rooms the SCP thing. Yeah. Um, the, the adding lore to it with the back rooms is all in good fun. I respect. And that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. But I agree with you in the sense of like, but like there's some the cases. The appeal of it in the first place was that there's not a lore to it. It's just this creepy idea. Yeah, and with with the Mandela catalog, though, I think so far, um, as far as the story and lore goes, I think it's a natural continuation of what he's done with Volume One. And I think, you know, there's a little bit of some people prefer it to just be strict, purely analog horror, you know, without characters and stuff. But I think it's pretty good stuff. I'm I'm in, I'm interested to see what happens. And I think. And what I admire is that he doesn't just chug out videos. Mm-hmm. He, he waits a while to, to come out the next volume, like. Uh, what volume one came out like two years ago and then volume two a year ago like it's not a constant um just burning out videos and um and the like you said the quality just keeps improving i remember the first time we looked over this in volume one you were like i you were like you were basically like i like the idea of it and everything and there's some creepy parts but a lot of it seems just cheap and a little hokey like with yeah. the JPEGs and you know, but they now I mean, getting into it immensely from that. yes, going just simply not, from not volume JPEGs, one to volume from for like the first volume to volume hugely. two, massive improvements yeah. in the quality. Volume three through three, I mean, again that 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 scene of the tulpa, the the with the alternate, yeah, the alternate coming down the hallway, that was extremely yeah. well done. Yeah, like, I was impressed. I was like, "Damn!" Like I, I would expect this at least out of a CW TV show. 
right? <laughs> like, uh, no, I, I mean, I've seen worse special effects out of a CW TV show. Yeah. Well, and that's I not think the highest just... compliment because CW is not known for very good special effects. But like, at the very least, I'm like, well, I think works. it's how he uses them and how he uses it's... it to, like, how he uses it to tell the story and. Uh, to creep you out, essentially. Yeah, and it's very, um, very I mean, that's well why thought. so many indie movies, I mean, so many people start out in horror movies. Horror is just really easy. Well, it's really hard to get right, but it's easy yeah. to do in the first place, at least. Um, I, I disagree with the, sen- with the, the sentiment. This is when I used to do cinematography stuff when I was in high school and shit. Uh, uh, so amateur shit. Uh, the sentiment that horror is easy as a no, it's not easy. as a director, it's, as a cinematographer, it's not easy. There's horror aspects is hard of to get it. right. I, I think it's horror is easy to phone in and do a basic horror thing. Horror, but, but the thing about horror, it's so a, easy to do on a low budget. That's what I mean. That's yeah, you can do amazing things with horror on an incredibly low budget. I mean, like Halloween was technically an indie movie. I think mm-hmm. it what had a budget two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars. Ended up making seventy seven million. Yeah, no, <laughs> but, horror, uh... horror is easy to do on low budget, but at the same time, you can do a drama or, or romance on a on the same budget. No, there's exactly, this rep- yeah. there's this reputation that horror is so easy to do. It's like no. It's not. There's just a lot of really crappy horror. There's a lot of people who yeah. get away with shitty horror. Yeah, but no, you know, it's it takes uh, it takes just as much but, imagination and creativity to pull up a good horror flick on whatever budget. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, that was the Mandela catalog. Volume two and three point three three three. Yeah, we will see you next week <laughs> for something completely different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was see you later. Oh wait, 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 wait. Uh, make sure to follow at at odd drunk pod on Instagram. Uh, check out our Instagram. Give us a. Download, give us a rating or review on your uh preferred podcast catcher of choice. And yeah, um the podcast catcher. Spread the word. Like a yeah, Pokemon. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Your podcast Pokedex, ball. but for podcasts. Yeah. I hope I hope we're on yeah, your do poke, all that on your po- podcast um, deck here, Pokedex. but yeah do all that 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 would make me that would make us really happy Um, but yeah we'll see you next week Uh, don't look behind you don't do it I I see you you're about to do it there's something behind you you're about to do it don't don't fuck what did I just say what did we just say we just said they already did it you just look behind they're dead already yeah God damn it. Jackson, Jackson, you tried to uh, warn them and they didn't listen. Now our listeners are alternates. God damn it. They're coming after us. Hey, you know what? As long as they're <laughs> getting us downloads. Hey, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> Anyways, we'll see you next week. <laughs> bye bye. This is not a test. I repeat, this is not a test.
The Odd Drunk Podcast recommends you follow their Instagram and join their Facebook group for more fun content. To visit all of our current streaming and social media platforms, visit the link tree in the description. If you enjoy the show, we would be appreciated if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. The Odd Drunk Podcast would like to remind you to drink responsibly and not to drink and drive. Okay Colton you can roll the outro now.